Training for Ultra is now on YouTube. Please check out youtube.com slash training for ultra. Hit the subscribe button. Appreciate you guys. I woke today feeling refreshed, but I had only slept a few hours. I can sense my life changing course, but nothing has changed. I wonder when we should mark changes in our lives as actually occurring. Have we changed if we simply make our minds up to doing something? Or must we do that thing first? I continue to think I became mentally an ultra runner far before running beyond 26.2 miles. And I can't overemphasize the importance of the mental aspects of running. So mentally commit to that change you want to make in your life today, right now. It's up to you. If we could just free ourselves of our perceived limitations and tap into our internal fire, the possibilities are endless. I'll tell you about it when it happened in the race, but to be honest with you, it happened even before the race. It happened in the training. A great cause. Oh, thank you. I respect that, man. So you keep doing what you do, it, man. Keep inspiring. Jam Jam, Jamil Curry here from Era Viper Running, and welcome to the Training for Ultra podcast. For all you kids out there, stay safe and stay strong. Hey everyone, it's the Training for Ultra podcast. Scott Jurek here. This is Ken Sweetmeyer. Run a few Western states in the days. I was physically totally wrecked. I, I had nothing left. I figured I might as well move as quickly as possible towards the finish line if I was going to be moving towards it anyways. How do you even do that? Decided if I could, you know, finish a 50 miler, I could probably run across the country. Right now I'd say that my beers per day is still higher than my miles per day <laughs> that I'm running. 100 miles is not that far. Hey, this is Carl Meltzer, the Speed Goat, and I wanna welcome everybody to the Training for Ultra podcast. So welcome to episode 163 of the Training for Ultra podcast. My name's Rob. I also go by Training for Ultra. And we have a different episode. We're mixing it up here, chatting, chatting, running, catching up with the running community, trail running community, ultra running community. Big shout out to the show sponsor, Exoskin. So they just announced a brand new product, Exo Underwear. It's a short, it's, it's underwear. It, it can be a short or a liner. Uh, I'm testing them out. I'm like blown away at, at breathability and how nice of a material it is. It's, I think it's probably by far the highest technology ever utilized to make underwear. They're using CAD software and, and the material technology, all the patents behind those. It's pretty phenomenal stuff. So I was fortunate enough. It's my first taste of doing a commercial ad. So Go figure. My my very first kind of commercial advertisement was an underwear ad, which is not easy to make look uh, respectable. I think it came out really nice. But here's a real short audio clip from the final cut. If you're interested, check out YouTube. I have a behind the scenes on making this ad. Graham Shalvoy, who is the athlete model and the the voice here, you know, we had a good time. We came up with, I think, just a a nice beautiful looking ad so excited with how it turned out with rapid dry copper you have super lightweight fabric technology for any season it has a two-way stretch XO waistband that won't roll bunch or pinch with sweat traps and air channel ducts for rapid wicking and fast drying 
XO Underwear. Wear them to go running, hiking, work, everywhere. So I wanted to try something different. I asked some of my Patreon supporters on our closed Facebook group, what's the funniest thing that's ever happened to you running related? We got some really good responses. One or two of which will stay in the closed Facebook group. (laughs) Um, We won't mark this episode explicit. But the first one I wanted to share was from Mike. He said, mine was only like four days ago. I was doing some fast-ish treadmill miles in my apartment in my underwear, and listening to death metal. Didn't get the memo that maintenance was checking smoke detectors. Didn't hear the doorbell either. Dude walks right up to me, and I almost crapped out of fear. I started yelling at him, and he decided to check the detector, as was his job. So there's me yelling, loud treadmill ratcheting, death metal at full volume, And the smoke alarm going off. Most chaotic 30 seconds of my life. That poor guy. (laughs) Here's one other one from Ray. Was running in my community and finished up a run one morning and had less than half a mile left and found a knife in the road. Decided it was a good idea to pick it up so some kid didn't stumble across it. Not wanting to end my run early, I decided to just slow down and be extra careful as I carried the knife. I got home and like an hour later saw a post on our community Facebook group and someone was inquiring if anyone else saw someone running in the community with a knife. (laughs) And so I I really enjoy all the Patreon supporters. You guys make this all work. And I actually just have a lot of fun kind of goofing off, but then also helping each other out in our closed Facebook group. Uh, But Garrett, he mentioned, you know, he has his first race and who knows how long on Saturday. And he asked the group, like, what can I not forget? And there were a few comments. Uh, Mine personally was squirrel's nut butter. Do not forget your squirrel's nut butter for the love of God, Garrett. Uh, This is serving as an additional reminder. Do not forget that chafing is the worst. So wherever you put it, that's up to you. But um I wanted to just help remind you there. I I wanted to give a personal shout out to Brittany Charbonneau, who is now officially an ultra runner. Big congrats. I'll cue the cheesy audience clapping. Uh, But Brittany did the Desert Rats trail race 50K. She took sixth overall. She ran a 359.52, so sub four hour 50K. Uh, Her second place female, I think, was 20 minutes behind her. She's she was one minute less than one minute away from taking fourth outright. And talking to her afterwards, she was running at 80 percent. So watch out for Brittany Charbonneau Um, within the Facebook group. Someone else mentioned EO. EO Wang as just a super fast marathoner who transitioned the trail. Couldn't agree more. What's fascinating is I distinctly remember talking to EO. Maybe I'll try to pull that clip, but uh, she she ran a 239, I think is her fastest marathon. And she said the amount of weight training and just full-blown commitment to shave one minute off a 239 best is just too much for her. She'd much rather just enjoy trails and, and not go down the rabbit hole. And so... It's interesting comparison, though, because Brittany, I think, has run a 233 marathon. And uh, seeing that 50K, 
performance that she just did a week or two ago. I'm not saying she has a sub 230 big city marathon in her, but she might. I think, yeah, she's firing on all cylinders there. My last little kind of update behind the scenes, you know, I was trying to be kind of private here. I was going to work on a, a Western States film 2021 with Lucy Bethalmule. And I was super excited because, you know, we had a podcast episode where we, I thought kind of, we were in flow for that conversation. It was a really, it was a solid one. Lucy's not going to trust just anyone doing a film on her race at Western States, especially given how important that is to her. But sadly, she announced that like Australia travel restrictions wouldn't allow her to run States this year. So that was a bummer. I was really excited to go for that film. But the good news is I'm talking to quite a few different people about do, still doing that Western States film this year. So hopefully I can share some inspiration. Definitely have Dion Leonard in his Badwater race. Going to be crewing, pacing, and I'll bring a camera there to share that experience. But in future episodes, also on YouTube, I'm trying to roll out some unique content there. I'll be trying to share a little bit of my personal training, what I'm doing to get ready for Leadman. And so my my only Leadman update thus far is I'm trying to build consistency. You know, it's not easy having not been on a bike in over two years. Silver King was the last time I really put forth an effort. I had only rode a bike for 250 miles of training to do a 50 miler you know Leadman requires me to do the 100 mile bike and i've been having a really good time just getting out there trying step one i think this applies to all endurance training is just building consistency building training as part of your life a lot of people like to do early morning training so you have no excuses Throughout the rest of the day, I totally agree with that. I think Bart Yasso said that on the previous episode. And that is what I am doing. Ground level, getting ready for Leadman. The Leadville Marathon is coming up. It's about 60 days out. or Actually, probably less than that now. And so I'm really ramping. I'm trying to build in harder weeks, easier weeks. But most importantly, just building back consistency uh, having, you know, my training has been thrown off by COVID as I'm sure everyone out there has, you know, seen their training get inconsistent. So step one for me, and I've, I've started building only 20, 25 mile type weeks, but I get that question all the time. Like what training plan are you using? Do you use a coach? All that sort of stuff. I have used Matt Daniels as a coach in the past. Um, I do not have a coach right now just because I felt guilty. Uh, my, my training was so inconsistent. A coach was of no use there. Uh, but I, I'm a big believer in if you're not even consistently running, I mean, training plans are somewhat helpful, but I think that, yeah, you, you have to have kind of a, a base level going before you can even really apply a, uh, a rigid schedule. And, I personally have never used training plans. I always got injured on them following the plan and not listening to my body close enough. So that's the only lead man training update I have for you. 
So hopefully you like this new format. I'm just jumping around a little bit here, but I will try to do a update on Leadman training in future episodes. Here's a conversation. Patreon supporters were able to participate. I even got my dad in there to participate. But we're catching up with Matt Daniels and Dion Leonard. Matt Daniels, sub, sub four to States film. He's the only person ever to run a sub four minute mile and then be in the elite category and throw down a heck of a race. So trying to keep up with him and cover his his film was incredible. Like being in the, the car and just racing off to each aid station. He ran so fast through each aid station. Like we were really concerned we'd miss him and I'd miss, you know, a major part of the story. And just for background, Dion Leonard, he's author of, of Finding Gobi. He's become a, a good friend. He's been on uh, quite a few episodes, actually. He's done, I, I basically try to follow him, whatever type of epic race he does in like a year or two later I'm going after. But um, seriously, though, you, you've done the triple. Did you do Leadman? Or you did the... Yeah, uh, I did the Grand Slam and Leadman in one year. I was at West yeah. in the same year as Matt was. Just a right. just a just a little bit further behind. Um, so yeah, done the triple <laughs> crown, done a load of multi stage races, run a load of two hundreds as well. So yeah, and but, yeah, I, I feel fortunate. And I appreciate you asking me to help crew and pace your Badwater one thirty five this year. Yeah, that's exciting, and man. Yeah, I I can't wait. I'm probably more nervous about pacing. I don't know, 20 miles or whatever it is at Badwater than I am about doing Leadman. As weird as that sounds, like the heat there is just so unreal. And I'll, I'll be bringing a camera along. I can't help but try to capture that story there. So, guys, I appreciate everyone that's joined us. And I'll open it up if if you have questions for either um, or else, you know, and, and Matt, open to you asking questions to Dion and vice versa, like just if you guys have questions for them, uh, let's let's open it up. I want to see what you guys are uh, thinking here. Yeah, I might just actually introduce myself because some of you guys may have no idea who I am anyway. Um, so as Rob said, I'm Dion Leonard. I'm the author of Finding Gobi. And that's a book about my little dog. True story that happened to me in 2016. I was running a race across the Gobi Desert in China and she was a stray dog living out there in the middle of nowhere. I was out there competing to win the race and 155 miles, six stage, seven day race across the desert. And uh, she started to run with me. Our story went all around the world and became a, a huge sort of internet success. I made Gobi a promise that I was going to bring her home to the UK where I was living at the time. Uh, unfortunately, she went missing. So I had to fly all the way back to China to find her. So the story goes from there. It's now a New York Times bestseller in 21 languages, being made into a film with Sony. Uh, this is actually my Finding Gobi uh, sort of den, if you like, where I do a lot of interviews and uh, speaking events and things from in this virtual time. So uh, as Rob said, I've run lots of other races as well. I guess just a bit more known because my dog's really popular. So that just gives you a bit of an introduction to who I am if you uh, have no idea who I am, which is completely fine as well. So, yeah. Anyone have questions at all? And ultra running, if if the public isn't aware about ultra running yet, after finding Gobi drops, 
I think it's <laughs> it could actually take this sport to an even more popular level, honestly. Yeah, I mean, there, there are some great ultramarathon movies out there, but I don't know. You know, there's, I think there's a, there's a couple of smaller ones. I don't know if anything's been done to the sort of level of budget that this is going to be brought to. And it's exciting. It's really, it really is exciting. It's been co-funded by Tencent, which is uh, one of the top 10 companies in the world, Chinese company as well. Ultra running booming in China at the moment, along with everywhere else. So, yeah, I think it's really exciting for the sport as well. So, yeah, I, I, I'm definitely um, interested to pick your brain a little bit after Badwater. Um, for whatever reason, it keeps uh, keeps coming up around me, and uh, it's something I think I eventually want to do in the future. So I'm, I'm really stoked for um, for the film and follow along on that journey. That'll be really cool. Yeah, thanks. And of course, it's like a huge epic undertaking, and probably like you know, just like. Uh, when we have crew races, it's a really important factor to get right on the day as well. And this one probably plays an even bigger role at Badwater because there's no checkpoints along the way and your crew is is everything that you're going to live by for 135 miles. I'm going to try and break 30 hours, which would be a phenomenal effort for me. And uh, But that means my crew's out there for 30 hours nonstop as well. So they're in it for the, uh, the roller coaster journey as well. And I think that's, it's not as long, of course, as the 200-mile races, but it's 30 miles full, full on providing you everything you need, which is going to be uh, going to be a big job for those guys as well. I'm telling you, I'm more nervous about that than Ludman. <laughs> telling you, yeah, there's, there's so many rules. Like uh, if, you, if you if you cross the if if your crew does the wrong thing, the runner gets disqualified automatically. They're really strict out there to make sure the race continues on year after year. So. There's a lot of emphasis on the crew as well, like having to do everything right. So no pressure, Rob. Oh, man. Matt, what have you actually got up next? Uh, currently, I'm getting over a little bit of a, an injury. So once that's cleared up, um, we'll see. I, I may jump in something um, before Western States, but other than... Yeah, other than that, the only thing I got on the schedule is Western States and then uh, CCC if, if travel opens up. So, cool. yeah, hopefully a, a big summer and fall. But, um, yeah, main goal right now is getting healthy. <laughs> um, I actually have a little apartment in Chamonix, so pretty oh. used to the trails out there. My wife's done UTMB. Have you been out there before or is this your first time out there? Yeah, so this will be my first time in, um, in Chamonix. Uh, I've been... Yeah, I've been out to Europe to race before, but yeah, first time Mont Blanc area, and yeah, really looking forward to getting out yeah. of those trails. <laughs> there, there's something else. I mean, uh, fantastic, like three countries in a in a day. Does CCC? Where does that start? Um, I guess it would. Well, where it's, it's the Italian side. It's yeah, the Italian it's, side. Oh, yeah, so you, from you, Cormier through. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Sweet. Yeah, you get that's. That's like an awesome run, so it's going to be a great, great challenge. That'll be good. Yeah, I'm planning on going um, a little early. You know, as long as long as we're able to um, going out a little early and hanging out with uh, Hayden Hawks is coming out early too. He's doing UTMB again this year, and so we're gonna do a little training camp for a few weeks before and just get to know the trails and get get acquainted with the area before having a race. So it should be fun. Rob, 
you've done ccc right yeah yeah in uh, 2018 and are you now doing utmb next year is that how i understand yeah it? 2022 so i wasn't sure with all the travel situations and i just wanted to be a hundred percent because that's utmb is going to become you know you're talking about the popularity of chinese ultra running it's going to be a hard race to get into. It's going to become Western yeah. States essentially. And so, you know, if they're giving me the opportunity to delay one year, this is a dream race. I might never be in it again. So yeah. I want to make everything out of it. And just like Matt said, you don't do UTMB just to go and run. Like it's the whole experience. It's, it's a global community that loves trail running as much as all of us. And I don't want to take that one shot for granted because it might be my last. So, um, but well, experiencing that race, like I'm, I'm sort of jealous of Matt Daniels because of how fast he is. Like I was in a crowd of 3000 people or something like Matt, you'll have such a different experience because you'll be so out front that you'll have the trails to yourself essentially. And that whole experience will be, just absolutely amazing and i think you might be able to finish before dark even i, I can't recall but um finishing the dark's a little weird because the when i finished at least the streets were empty it was probably 2 a.m after however many hours of running 20 hours of running so um matt it's the race cool is set finish. up for you man <laughs> that that finish line is about Oh, 300 feet from my house so it's uh, yeah i remember my apartment. yeah remember. so that's that's it's a cool place and even matt you're gonna love the atmosphere out there and uh the all the people coming out to sport it's super cool so that's yeah. awesome i can't wait i hope i uh, you know i hope everything's a little bit more back to normal so i can experience the the full thing but if not i'll definitely be out there again next year too so cool. um yeah, the goal is i mean hopefully i'll hopefully i'll be doing utmb here in, in a few years uh yeah, we'll see. 2022, get man. Yeah, maybe. I'll, <laughs> get I'll, I'll slow down your training anytime you need it. Um, <laughs> do we have any questions from anyone? There has to be a question. My dad's on the line. I know he has to have a question. Um, let's see. A anyone? Seriously? Come on, Dad. I, I have a question about <laughs> the, uh, in, in Badwater. I'm going to be doing uh, Keys 100. Um, awesome. Yeah. In, uh, well, right. in, a, in four weeks. Yeah. It's uh, pretty flat, obviously, and hot. And so I wanted to get some hints about the heat and the humidity, if you have any. I'm not doing it. I'm, I'm not doing it solo, by the way. I'm on a relay. I'm a little too old for the <laughs> solo. <laughs> Well, that's going to be an awesome journey. Uh, the race director, Bob Becker, is like, he's just like a legend of ultra running as well. I, I don't know how many times he's done Badwater, but I met him in China a few yeah. years back doing a different race, and uh, he's a super cool guy. So that's going to be a phenomenal experience. The, the, heat, the heat is one thing, but it's the humidity that's definitely the killer. And where do you live now? Well, I'm I'm in Florida, but it but I'm in always in pursuit of shade, and <laughs> so when I do my long runs and that, I I uh, I have I have routes that while it's 
human. I'm not getting pounded by the sun. And out on the keys, we're going to be um, by the sun and the humidity. And so that's why I was curious. Yeah. And how long is the leg that you have to run? Uh, I'm I'm probably going to end up doing 20 miles. Okay. So that's a, that's a distance out there in that heat and humidity then. Yeah. Well, you see, I mean, I guess it's just as the standard thing. It's the, the drinking and the nutrition through the drink and trying to keep as cool as possible. And do, do you know how many aid stations you'll run through during that 20-mile section? Uh, it, the van is supporting. It's crude. And so okay. because of COVID, um, there are no aid stations. Okay. So it's all self-supported, so to speak. And I guess just watch the watch the heart rate and just keep to a heart rate. That's probably the best way. Just keep everything cool and just stick to a nice steady speed and be comfortable and enjoy it because you're running in a pretty awesome place. So, yeah, Rob's going to lend me his uh, GoPro and shoot him some cool. Shoot him some shots. Maybe I'll even uh, uh, buddy of mine that's on the team knows Bob real well and. Uh, uh, he's a he's um, run at Seoul several times, I think with Bob. But um, uh, we'll see if we meet him, and then we'll get a few pictures. I'd, I'd do a few runs down by the causeway if I were you. It, it would mimic the race conditions, and there's nothing like just putting yourself mentally through almost identical race conditions to like just know what you're up for. But that's my only. Yeah, that's a good idea. Go midday. Yeah, unfortunately, you got to be safe. <laughs> Ice bandanas work as really well. Ice bandanas, yeah, yeah that's good. That's a good yeah, call. Good show. Oh, that's a great idea. Matt, ham, ham, arm sleeves as well. Put the ice in the arm sleeves is always a good one. Same as the same as the bandana. Yep. Good idea. Thanks, Ray. Matt, what did you use at States other than ham for the heat? <laughs> uh, yeah, just any chance I got to, uh, you know, dunk my head in the stream or, uh, you know, get spun to an aid station. I had a, an ice buff um, wearing a singlet with holes in it, you know, with airflow. And, and if you can keep your singlet wet the whole time, you know, keeps your core body temperature a little bit cooler. So, which it probably will be wet if it's humid. So, um, yeah, the, I mean, the big thing would be, you know, you just want to keep your core body temperature as, as cool as you can before you even get started, especially, you know, if you're doing like a 20 mile segment or something. Um, so yeah, don't spend a whole lot of time doing extra warming up and that sort of thing. Like you would for a normal race, just really, uh, yeah. You know, if you can get like a shirt that's frozen or a vest that's frozen and wear that, you know, before you get started, that really helps a lot too. So, yeah, yeah I think you, that, you you see them at Badwater also with those big spray bottles, sort of spraying down their runners. So if you've got the crew there with you, you might as well get them to keep you cool at all times with that as well. I think I was watching or listening to an interview with Pat Reagan. He was saying at Pavelina, he has he carries a bottle of water just for like cooling himself, and then he has other you know, bottles for just actual hydration. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Anyone else have um, other questions for, for anyone? 
I mean, Ray, where are you where are you from? I'm trying to remember, like Orlando area or uh, St. Augustine. Okay. There you go, Dad. Well, I was I ran I ran through the lights and then got uh, here last December and then got stopped by a drawbridge there. <laughs> and Rob, how's the how's the mountain bike training going? We all know you can do the running at Leadman. <laughs> how's the mountain bike? That's the that's the thing with that that series like that. You know that climb up Columbine is is something else. You, you're going to have to get out there and get up there and have a look at it first because it's yeah. it's an epic ride. And just like when you're at the hundred mile running races, you know when you see the leaders like these guys on the bikes, the professionals that are there are just phenomenal. And you know, <laughs> I was I was I was terrible on the bike when I did it, but and, and they passed me. I think they they passed me, and uh, I don't even know if I was at halfway mark. That's how bad I was on the bike. And uh, these guys, they're, they're just flying. I have good news on, on the bike front. I, I pumped up the tires <laughs> yesterday. So we're close. We're, we're very close to, to launch here. Um, but I, I did the um, Silver King 50. Silver. And, and so I got a little, a little bit of a taste. Yeah, I did the bike the first day so i was trying to be conservative and then the 50 mile run the next day uh and i did a 50 mile race on 250 miles of training so i'm not going to be that arrogant or dumb or whatever you want to call that um i'm definitely you know i realize i have my work cut out for me so i also have a like a little trainer for indoors coming so awesome uh, Hopefully, yeah, working from home, I'll be on the bike all day. But I mean, when I did the, the Grand Slam and Ledman in the one year, I was I did Western States, and then the week after was the 50-miler, the Silver Rush. I thought you were there, so that was that was a slog. And, uh, yeah, then only, you know, you got a couple of weeks turnaround, and then you've got to do the 100, and then the next day, I think you've, well, you did a mountain bike race, don't you? And then the 10K run the next day. And then a week later, you're, you're running 100 miles over Hope Pass. It's it's a brutal challenge. So it's going to be fun to see you out there, that's for sure. I'll, I'll be picking your brain for sure. Because, yeah, I, I remember going for that run with you. I think it was like just a few days after Western States. And it was a struggle. Like you were really... I've, and then you hit altitude. Yeah. And was, then I saw I was, you on the race course for Silver Rush, and I was having a great race. And I still, you know, it was an out and back. So um, that was amazing feat. You're making my my attempt at Leadman look pretty weak that you threw in the uh, all the other hundreds on top well, of that. It's <laughs> like, it, it started off well. I came, I did Wasatch. As part of the Grand Slam, you can do Wasatch or Old Vermont. I decided to do Wasatch. I'm yeah. sorry, not Wasatch, Old Dominion. Okay. Uh, so it's Old Dominion or Vermont. It's the choice at the start. Then you have to do Western, Leadville, and Wasatch. And I came sixth at Old Dominion. I did a decent time there, and uh, but it all went downhill from there. I seemed to get sick and lose my energy. I think you and I spoke about um, uh, losing your... Oh, what's the word? Well, when you lose all your energy, you're, you're, um, oh, there's a word for it. 
I remember you and I spoke about it on that run and I was just flat. I was just, I had nothing picking me up all of the time and the altitude was making me sicker and sicker and sicker and uh, it was just like Western was a struggle. I did a a lousy 22 hours at Western, which was like a struggle fest and uh, Wasatch was a struggle, but I got it done. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I, that was unbelievable. Seriously. Um, and so, I mean, I'll, I'll ask a question unless there has to be one, one or two questions. I'm going to open it up first. I want to hear someone else with something. Oh, I, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. You can go ahead. I'm going to ask Rob, are you planning on filming any of your legend stuff? Um, I'm not going to say I'm burnt out on covering my own races at this point, but covering my own races for 650 miles was like, uh, there's a lot, um, but yeah, I'll, I probably can't help myself, but run and try to give updates. Like I'm so mentally trained to do that at this point, I'll probably give some training updates. Like I want to give, especially Patreon supporters, like behind the scenes, like this is what I'm doing to prepare for the bike, like Dion asked and that sort of stuff, uh, just to like peel back the cover and show you like regular working guy like this is what i'm doing to do enough at least that i think i can finish lead man um we go uh, sorry i i was just gonna say you know the Leadman series the support and the crowds and the people that are there it's second to none i've, I've never really seen that atmosphere in all of the races i've done just you're wearing that Leadman bib you just get extra support from everyone out there and uh it's it's just uh, a fantastic series. So I think, you know, you going out there to do it and then you're throwing yourself a challenge of doing something completely different by riding a bike for 100 miles, that's going to inspire people and get people thinking, you know, I can get out there and do that too. So it's definitely worthwhile at least covering your training and some little bits during the race, yeah. Thank you. We have some other questions. Yeah. Uh, hi, everybody. My name's Mike. I'm wondering about training for Goby. Is that on audiobook? Yes, it is. Yeah. It's, cool. uh, it, it's, uh, I'm, I'm biased. I don't do the talking. Um, but, um, yeah, the guy that does it's phenomenal. He brings the story to life. Like when I've listened to it in the past, it brings like tears to my eyes because I, mm. I feel like I'm, I'm back there again going through it all. So, yeah, finding Goby, it is on Audible. Fantastic. Awesome. Um, I guess I had a question too. I'm Alicia. Um, and just talk about Gobi because I read the book. Um, gosh, I don't even know when I read it, how long ago that was. Um, but does Gobi, do you still, do you take him to races with you? Does he still run with you? Oh, there he is. <laughs> He's well, like, well, I heard my name. <laughs> <She's back. laughs> Mom, Mom's cooking chicken downstairs. So that's why she comes oh. and goes. Yeah. Big smile. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, Gobi's desert days are still over, but um, she still loves to get out and, and join us for an adventure, but it's like two, three miles. And uh, mm-hmm. if we go out hiking, I've never got the bag that I can carry her in my uh, in the rucksack. Mm-hmm. Occasionally, we'll uh, maybe once or twice a year, we'll run for a charity event and do the traditional sort of 5K route, and mm-hmm. uh, Gobi will come out and smash that. So. <laughs> She's got all the energy in the world in her mind. She still wants to do it and uh, it's just sort of looking after her because she's getting older now and 
she feels the heat a little bit more than she used to, which is kind of funny. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, so it's it's cool though. She's just like still loving life and just loving just whatever we do. She just wants to always be there with you. Mm-hmm. If we do a race, if I do a race and she's there, I, my wife actually finished UTMB with her last year, uh, the year before, and uh, Goyu ran in the last couple of hundred metres and uh, she thinks she's finished the whole race. Everyone's <laughs> cheering and clapping for my wife and, of course, Goby thinks it's for her and she gets this big smile on her face and it's just awesome to see her come alive again. She still loves the, the race atmosphere. It's really cool. Mm-hmm. And do yeah, you yeah. run she does. I know that. <laughs> I saw her Bigfoot. Uh, oh, her Bigfoot race. Bigfoot. Oh, awesome. Well, last year too. Yeah, I did Bigfoot. Well, I was supposed to do it. Um, was, yeah, I was supposed to do it last year for the actual race. Um, but it was canceled. So I decided to just still go do the course. Uh, kind of, I guess I say solo, but it wasn't really solo. I had a pretty good crew of friends that knew all the logistics of where to go and everything and it was a pretty fun adventure um, yeah that's that's an incredible yeah. course and yeah you know just such a beautiful location and there's just so many different elements from the start to the finish and uh it's just mm-hmm. that, out of the whole three i think it's the best course out of the whole three of them yeah i was i was hoping to do it again this year but um i had a conflict so i'm gonna go to moab instead <laughs> Oh, cool. Well, I'll but, see you there. My, my wife, Luke, oh. is doing triple this year. so. Oh, awesome. Cool. There, yeah. Well, that'll be, yeah, that'll be Gobi exciting. Will, Gobi will be there. <laughs> awesome. I'll have to say yeah. hi. <laughs> so we're, we're crewing. So, yeah, Gobi and I are on crewing duties. Nice. Nice. I'll have to, yeah, put my crew in touch with you guys. So my, cool. my dog will be coming to, to the race. Uh, Lola, she's a pit bull, but... She doesn't like other dogs, but she'll, she'll be there <laughs> hanging out in the truck. <laughs> That was episode 163 of the Train for Ultra podcast. Big thank you to all the Patreon supporters that participated. Giant thank you to Matt Daniels, Dion Leonard for taking so much of their time to participate in that event. And next time we have an event, if you want to participate, check out Patreon. You guys make this all work. Big shout out to Exoskin. If you want 20% off, whether it's toe socks or no toe socks, check out their new underwear believe it's initially just male underwear um, but they'll have some new products being rolled out here shortly use my promo code t the number four u 20 for 20 percent off your order i really appreciate their support and i mean i i'm just excited we got Leadman training updates coming for you hopefully roughly every week or two we got a lot of episodes lined up bunch of new content on youtube definitely check out the funny runner on youtube.com slash training for ultra and just really appreciate everyone's support we got an awesome season lined up got some inspirational content got some elites back of the pack middle of the pack regardless i'm going to try to share inspiration with you guys don't forget to enjoy your training have a great week see ya